a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, the countdown clock is on before the congressional recess, uh, which, of course, we know is actually an in-state work period, uh, which is a very important thing. But there is some things that are, are being done that are actually vital uh, to the citizens of the country and for everyone here in the state of Utah. Really pleased to have joining us on the line from Washington, D.C., Utah Senior Senator Mike Lee. Senator, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Boyd. Good to be with you as always. So as we look at uh, what we have on the clock here before uh, the recess period, which I, as a former staffer, always have to declare, you know, was really just a a different kind of work period in the state. But one that has been on everyone's mind around the country is dealing with baby formula uh, and access to that. You've done a lot of bipartisan work on that. Uh, We actually had our own uh, Kelly Pierce, uh, our producer here, had a great piece in Reason magazine uh, yesterday uh, just talking about the impact of not being able to access formula, especially for babies that uh, maybe have allergies or or other symptoms there. Tell us where we are on this bill. Uh, We know we've gotten it through the Senate with a unanimous vote and and on to the president. What does this all mean? Yeah, boy, uh, my bill, the Formula Act, uh, was passed out of the Senate after having previously been passed out of the House uh, last week, and it made it to the president's desk. The president signed it over the weekend. And so it's, it's now law. The bill temporarily suspends these exorbitant tariffs that have been imposed on formula imports through the end of the year. Those, those exorbitant tariffs uh, are protectionist in nature. Um, I, I think we ought to get rid of them altogether, but we uh, were able to convince all of my colleagues that we ought to at least temporarily suspend those through the end of the year, given that this would give American parents and, more importantly, their babies – access to the formula that they desperately need and deserve. That will start to be felt uh, within days or, or at least within the next few weeks. Uh, that's such a, a vital one. And as we look at all the ripple uh, effects of that, uh, I mentioned Kelly Pearson, and, and she had a, uh, a young son who had some stomach issues uh, early on. And uh, so I want to go back to this whole idea of the tariffs and kind of the protectionist measures around those. Some of these just seem to be regulations for regulation's sake or tariff for tariff's sake, uh, is there any momentum or any of your conversations that might help move these things beyond the end of the year? Yeah, that is the hope. Of the, but honestly, there was, there was not a lot of appetite among some in the Senate for that. And so we were grateful just to have gotten these lifted for the time being. Uh, the United States ordinarily can produce enough formula for its own needs uh, the reason we need this lifted temporarily is because of the fact that there's been a spillover effect of this plant that was shut down in Michigan um, uh, by uh, the FDA. And while that gets up and running again, we need an influx of foreign formula without these penalties uh, put on them as a result of the tariffs um, that otherwise make them impractical to import. And that's going to make a big difference. But, yeah, look, these import taxes that we're imposing on formula, they don't do much good. 
they're they're really designed to protect a handful of industries operating here. Mm. But um, there are companies in Europe that can make these formulas just as well. If they can compete here, we ought to allow them in, and that's what we're doing with this bill. Yeah, it was great to see the president sign that over the weekend, uh, get that moving. Uh, I know many have still been frustrated with what is accessible on the shelf and hopefully with the president's uh, signature dry that uh, that is done and dusted and uh, that that'll start making a difference on those shelves. I want to shift to uh, some of the committee work that you've been doing on the Energy and Natural Resources Committee. Uh, Not a lot of Americans follow real closely what happens uh, in those committees uh, and why they are so important, especially to individual states or to to legislative districts. Uh, On the Energy and Natural Resource Committee, uh, you had an important win uh, late last week regarding the University of Utah Research Park. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I, I, I got a bill passed out of the Energy and Natural Resources Committee last week with bipartisan support of the University of Utah Research Park Act. Back in the mid-1960s, uh, the University of Utah started developing what we now know as Research Park. It's about 600 acres of land, and we, we developed that through the University of Utah with permission from the Bureau of Land Management. And BLM, the Bureau of Land Management, had actually issued a land patent under the Recreation and Public Purposes Act to the university for those parcels. Over the years, the university believed in good faith that it was complying with the terms of the conveyance, and no one at the Bureau of Land Management disagreed. They continued to issue regular reports to the Bureau of Land Management to make sure they were complying with the terms of the conveyance. Only recently did someone discover that they had deviated from the terms of use, and that triggered a reversionary interest in the United States that was threatening to take away all of Research Park, which now, mm-hmm. which has now been very well developed and has been an integral part of the university. It's helped to produce multiple businesses from the university, and it's currently hosting 48 companies along with 81 university departments and a workforce of more than 14,000 people, all on this 600-acre plat. And um, so anyway, uh, uh, given that both parties proceeded in good faith, believing that they were within the terms of it, I decided to run a bill uh, allowing us to save Research Park, and that passed out of committee this last week. Um, I I was proud to have the support of two Democrats, along with all my Republican colleagues on the committee, which helped to get out of committee. Yeah, and uh, I often say that uh, the committee – work is where the hard work and heavy lifting far away from the cameras uh, takes place and it's where some unique relationships get built across party lines as you as you really get into the uh, the weeds so to speak on on a host of different issues and uh, anyway that's an important one for the University of Utah important for all of us uh, here in the state as well uh, Senator just really quickly as you look forward to these uh, final days before uh, your in-state work period uh, anything else on the horizon that you're particularly watching for, hoping for, or uh, concerned about? Look, the Democrats are still wanting to spend an additional trillion dollars in the bill that they're calling Build Back Better, and uh, it's more appropriately described as Build Back Broke at a time when Utahns are experiencing $881 a month every single month and what it costs for them to cover their basic monthly expenses uh, relative to January of 2021. Uh, this is not something that we need more. We don't need more uh, federal spending, federal borrowing, and federal printing of money that results in even more inflation. I'm worried about that. I've also been worried about uh, U.S. Navy Lieutenant Ridge Alconis and trying to bring him home. 
Ridge Alconis is a U.S. Navy officer who has been living in Japan with his family on assignment with the U.S. Navy. He was involved in a tragic car accident. It involved no fault on his part, no negligence, recklessness, or intent. Uh, and as a result of that tragic automobile accident, he's been sent to prison for three years. Under similar circumstances, the Japanese don't imprison their own citizens like this almost never. We believe that he's being selectively punished because he's a U.S. Navy officer, and we're trying to bring him home, and I'm encouraging my friends at the White House, at the State Department, and the Department of Defense to weigh in with their counterparts in Japan and bring Ridge home. All right, Utah Senator Mike Lee, thanks for joining us on the line. And again, uh, great uh, to see the president sign in the the Formula Act and also a great win uh, there for the University of Utah and Utah Research Park. Uh, Real critical things, and uh, we'll continue to keep our eye uh, on uh, what's happening in Japan, uh, and uh, hopefully that uh, will be able to be resolved swiftly as well. Uh, Senator, thanks so much for carving out some time in a very busy day today. We appreciate you joining us on Inside Sources. Thank you, Boyd. So many things that uh, need to be done uh, before the Senate takes off uh, the month of August as they head to in-state work period. And uh, there's a host of things that really need to be juggled and taken care of. Uh, And uh, Senator Chuck Schumer, of course, as the leader of the Senate, uh, as the majority leader, uh, has some really tough decisions to make. Uh, He is down uh, five members of his caucus. Uh, You have four out with COVID. And uh, Senator Pat Leahy uh, had a, a broken hip and had a replacement uh, so he is out of commission for a little bit as well. We wish him a, a speedy recovery. Uh, but lots to watch, and we'll cover it uh, as things tick down in this session of Congress. We're going to step aside for top-of-the-hour news. When we come back, I'm going to tell you why I'm going to stand with Nancy Pelosi today. Find out what that's all about after top-of-the-hour news. More Inside Sources coming up. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to. Give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.